Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Right down Broadway. Draymond, pushy tempo. Hustles the ball front court. Hand off Curry. Splits traffic behind the back. One hand floater. Oh, ridiculous. Now back to Warriors This Week on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson, Wine Gleason, and you at 888-957-9570. It is Warriors This Week, and it is hour number three. We're flying along here, Whitey, again on mm-hmm. a Saturday morning, talking all things Warriors. Warriors at 10 and 10. It's a little different than three weeks ago as we uh, opened up this show and the Warriors were sitting at 3 and 7 coming off of a game where they gave the regulars the night off against the Pelicans. 7 and 3 cents and starting to show, show signs of, of pulling out of this early season funk. I know a lot of people early in the season were saying, oh, come on, there's nothing to get excited about. When I was uh, in for you the day of the Detroit game, and that was still, it was a day before Halloween. And the worst loss, and I was, you know, I was trying to say, and I, which I believed at the time, I was like, you know, there are some bad signs here, and you know, fans are going, come on, it's not even November yet. But I do think the the problems were legitimately concerning. So right now, to see him play better, as I said earlier, especially at the defensive end, um, that's really encouraging. Real quick, if I if I may, I know we got to get back to the phones. We're talking Draymond. JD, I just saw a number here that I think is really interesting. Um, you know, offensive rating, defensive rating. That's basically when a player's on the floor per 100 possessions, is how does a team do an offense? How do they do on defense? Do you know who has the highest offensive rating on the Warriors right now? It's not Steph. Steph's at 131, which is very good. Um, and it, his defensive rating is at 113. So, wow, they're doing really well when he's on the floor. There's a Warrior, and this is not a guy who barely plays. I wouldn't do that to you. But there's a Warrior with an offensive rating of 147. Do you do you want to guess who that is? Uh, well, I, I for a second I thought it was Draymond Green, but I don't I don't think it's Draymond. He's at one nineteen, which is very very good. Draymond one nineteen offensive rating, one twelve defensive rating. But there's a guy is one. It Kavon, four, is it Kavon Looney? Yes, it is Kavon Looney. Offensive rating one forty seven, defensive <laughs> rating one thirteen. How about that? And he had a quiet again last night. Had a quiet ten points and twelve rebounds. Yeah, I mean, it. Uh, a lot of good things are happening when Kevon yeah. Looney is on on the floor. And I know we, you mentioned, I think earlier, hey, what happens if if Draymond Green isn't around? And look, Kevon Looney's no, not Draymond Green, but but he has, I think, expanded his game to a point where 
he can be on the floor a little bit more, I think, in, in terms of you know all the, all the dribble handoffs and the screens and the and, and the ball movement. Like he he even had a nice little drive and 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 dish last night. Uh, his, yeah. his offensive. You're seeing some of those guard skills that he had in college. I think come back a little bit. Yeah, had in college and, and in high school in particular come back a little bit. Three point one assists per game for Kevon Looney. That's that's really impressive. Yeah, so good for him. Just a quick tip of the cap to Kevon Looney, who again last night was quietly very, very good. 888-957-9570. We're talking a lot about Draymond Green on the show this morning. As I've said it, I mean, it, it, it looks like Draymond has been as important as anybody else on this Warriors roster to the turnaround over the last week week plus if you want to say two to three weeks since they were three and seven and really that is his insertion into the second unit stabilizing that group while also uh being the the player that had the the courage to in this team meeting reportedly tell clay thompson hey you need to make some adjustments to your game focus more on the team than than yourself and and we're going to be fine and those two things have really tipped things in the warriors direction in, in a significant manner only question mark now can they translate and take it out on the road with them so these two games in minnesota and dallas coming up here are going to be a true test there have been a lot of passionate calls both ways on, mm-hmm. on draymond green i mean i'm i'm essentially making the case today whitey that that the warriors you know they need to think more about how do we keep Draymond Green yeah. as opposed to how do you move off of, of Draymond Green. And I think the evidence really has been proven here with the success that they've had. Uh, let, let's keep it moving, though, on the phone lines. We've got a lot of people that want to talk. Uh, Jonathan in San Francisco next here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, uh, good afternoon, guys. Uh, happy Saturday. I just want to add on to the Draymond Green uh, talk. And I just want to say again, man, you know, Draymond Green... It's essential to winning. I mean, the guy's a winner. Not only that, as you guys alluded to earlier, I mean, he wears so many hats, so many roles, you know, that he's able to fill not, but you know, not not just you know, average, but above to great effort. I mean, he's the coach. He he keeps everybody in check, online. I mean, dude, the, the way he plays defense. Have you, have you ever seen a guy? Um, just defend a two-in-one coming his way. I've never seen it, man. I've been watching the sport for 30-plus years, the way he runs the offense. Like, everybody sees the connection with, you know, uh, the Splash Brothers and Uncanny. I mean, that's that's priceless. If if you want to see the the Warriors without Draymond Green, all you got to do is go back to, you know, the Portland Trail Blazers, when they still got McCollum, you know that's the, that's the Warriors without Draymond Green. It's PJ McCollum and Lillard. You know how many rings do they have? Zero. So if, if you're going to ask me, Draymond Green is, to come, is going to come down as the next important Warrior next to Steph Curry in the history of the Warriors. And, and, and when, when it's all said and done, if, if you look back at Draymond Green's career. I think he's going to be no worse than maybe the 10 best player in the history of the game because look at who, what he's able to do. I mean, he's 6'6 six, six or 6'5. Six, Thank God he's not 6'10 like LeBron because if he was even bigger, it's going to be it's, it's game over. So I don't know why people are talking about Draymond Green like he's, he's, a, he's, he's, he's just a regular scrub. Draymond Green is a unicorn. 
Thanks for the call. Uh, I, I don't know about 10th best player of all time. He's one of the most unique players of all time. Yeah, after Jonathan said best. that, after he said about the 10th best, I didn't hear anything after that. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what? Uh, what? Wait, what? 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he is, he is, I think, one of the best defensive players of, of all time, one of the most versatile defensive players of all time. But let's let's not get carried what? away. And he here. is a unicorn. No question about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no. He absolutely. Absolutely is a unicorn, but uh, the people are coming out full throat today, Whitey. I mean, both ends. I mean, we got people, our, our buddy, what was it, Cliff and Vallejo? Cliff and Vallejo, uh, yeah, he led the charge. Yeah, I mean, calling Draymond Green a narcissist, arrogant. Mm -hmm. He needs to get off his podcast and start working on his basketball game. Yeah, and he, yeah, which not, by, yeah. We, go ahead. Yeah, by the way, he has paused the podcast. How about that? So, I mean, that's not. That's not nothing. I think, at least for the time being, I wonder wonder if it comes back though at some point. Oh sure, sure it will. Yeah, maybe now, uh, now that yeah. now that they're playing better. Yeah. Although you know, if someone tells me hey, Cliff says you should cut out the podcast, he's going, oh, okay, I'll I'll give it a break for a while. But yeah, I, we obviously appreciate the passion, and that just speaks to how unique he is. That you have so many people that feel so strongly about him both ways. But as I said earlier, I think the Warriors, given what we know about them and the way they're constructed uh, as an organization, you know that they would rather not have to put up with some of the things that. Uh, they've had to put up with with Draymond. And at the top of that list, to me, at the top of that list, the punch isn't even at the top of the list. To me, the, at the top of the list is what happened in the 2016 finals. But why? So why do they do that? Because they recognize, you know, if we want to win, we got to keep Moran. He's that good. So that's, that's the bottom line. There's a lot of truth on both sides. But when it comes down to it, the team that decides whether we want him or not, they make the decision that, yeah, we ride with him because we don't get very far without him, even though we've got some other great players, too. Well, and I've said this a lot, Whitey. I mean, it, it really does boil down to the, the, you know, when, when, when Draymond Green got into it with Steve Kerr in Oklahoma City in 2016, this was, this was four months before the finals and, and him getting suspended for the incident with LeBron. And that was the game where what, Steph made that just incredible game winner. Yeah, right? the yeah. bang, bang. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah the, the, the Mike Breen triple bang game, yeah. I, I believe. Uh, and, and the Warriors won in Oklahoma City, one of uh, probably their second. Their, it was their second biggest win in Oklahoma City in, in 2016. <laughs> they, they did yeah. have a bigger one later. They did. Uh, in, in, a, in a famous game six uh, of the Western Conference Finals. But, but for, for that to, to be to go down and to not have Draymond you know, really face any disciplinary action for that, I think that was the moment where the Warriors chose their path in this thing. And look, they tried to the, the league suspended him for the, the issues with LeBron. And I think you know, the issue with LeBron and the kick and all of that, you know, that stemmed from what was going on with Steven Adams yeah. in the series prior to that too. So the league has stepped in at a couple of different points. The Warriors tried to step in w with the Durant situation. I, I, I said at the time, I think that was more to try and placate Durant and, and just, you know, out of desperation, hoping that, that he would somehow be impacted by that and, and want to come back. Uh, and I think they realized because Draymond told them, hey, that was a that was a bad move and Durant <laughs> agreed with them. Yeah. And so I think they've made the decision that you know, moving forward, you just got to kind of roll with it, and I think that's where they, that's where they ended up. Even in this scenario where he punches a teammate, which is, I think you could say, is probably the worst thing that he's done uh, at, at any point. 
and and yet they say, hey, the the best shot is to try and roll with this and and move forward. And I think I think they got it right, to be honest. You know, looking and I and I said it at the time, and I I just look back on it now at at ten and ten. I think they gave themselves the best chance. There was no no indication that it was going to work, but they gave themselves the best chance to have it work. Uh, Whitey, by by the way that they handled it and trying to to just roll with it and not suspend. And I think I I would bet a lot of money, maybe Cam's money, not my own, but I would bet money that one of the reasons they handled it the way they did is because they went to the you know like Steph and other team leaders and what do you what's Igadala? You know what do you how should we handle this? How is this going to have the most the least damaging impact on the team. How is this going to, you know, there's one thing about appearances and optics, but how about the team? How, what's the best way for us to handle this that's going to have the least negative impact on the team? So I'm sure they, it was a lot of hand-wringing and a lot of calculations, but I agree with you. Ultimately, I think the proof's in the way they're playing. I think they got it right as well. 888-957-9570. Kareem in Oakland next on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Kareem. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, called in to elaborate a little bit about the jury mind thing, and what I'm seeing here, I'm just seeing a lot of a lot of disrespect to Draymond Green from what seems to be Warriors fans. And me myself, I I really have no bias in the situation because I'm actually a an anti Warrior and I don't root for the Warriors at all. But one thing I can say is, without Draymond Green, the Warriors are nothing near what they are today. <laughs> they don't have the dynasty that they have they don't have those championships they'd be lucky to probably have gotten one you know and, and that's not to say that Draymond is like the the greatest player of all time or anything like that but what Draymond certainly is is really great at what he does the intangibles that he brings to the Warriors you're just not going to find you're not going to find a player with that star power being able to put his shots aside not want to go out there get 20 and just distribute to the, his players, be a point forward, as, as well as a just a, a an emotional leader, a floor general, all those things. You're just not going to find that. You, you, you're not going to find that in a player uh, of, of Draymond's caliber in, in, in today's game. So you can you can replace them with like a. I heard someone say Harrison Barnes or 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 one of the, his his predecessors that they had at forward over there. But I just don't see it working the same way. And I heard the gentleman earlier mention that the, the Portland Trailblazers with just Damian Lillard and McCullough would be a good comparison. And and I agree because without Draymond Green running that point forward for the Warriors, you just have Clay Thompson and Steph Curry just out there taking turns. You don't really have the, the fluidity of the of the Warriors offense that Draymond provides for them. So I mean to 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 say without Draymond Green things can just go as smooth as they've been going all these years for the Warriors, I think it's just, I think it's, uh, it's very short-sighted. I know, I know his his personality may not be the the easiest to mesh with, or 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 the most, he's not the most likable guy at all times. But the the, the intangibles that he brings to the Warriors are are, are irreplaceable in, in today's game. Yeah, thanks for the thanks. call, Kareem. I think well well stated, and uh, you know it, it's interesting because I just. He is such a unique player that it it's hard to even think. I mean, how many teams are that the have the Warriors beaten over the years, Whitey? Where 
you think, damn, like that team needed a Draymond Green. I think the Portland example is a good one. The, the Rockets, you know, when the Warriors beat them, boy, they could use a little bit more defense. Uh, you know, Cleveland, I think you could make the case. You know, it's a just it, the, the teams that the Warriors have beaten in these these big playoff series to win a lot of these championships. To me, you could you could look at Draymond as being as, as critical a difference maker in those series as anybody. And that's not to put him ahead of Steph or even Clay or even Durant, who won a couple of finals MVPs. You don't win it probably with all of those guys, to be perfectly honest. But I think, you know, Steiny always plays the, well, if you take one away game, could they could they win it? And I think if you take Draymond away from any of those teams, even the Durant teams that won championships, I don't think they would have won it. I agree with you because I think he was their best defender, and I think that was really the the foundation for their success. Um, and not everyone agrees with that, but that that's the way I see it. As as Kareem was talking, and thank you again, Kareem, for listening, and, and thanks for your your comments. Really appreciated those. I was just re- remembering what it was like when you know Draymond was, and we were at the station together then, JD. When Draymond was like, "Well, as Draymond it looks like Draymond's going to start instead of David Lee," remember? And that was a big thing. Wait, yeah. what? He's well, Draymond Green instead of David Lee. You got to be kidding me! But I was looking up the numbers, and I think one of the reasons that Draymond is such a great fit here is he's really been a great fit for the way Steve Kerr um, has run the team. And for proof of that, just when you have time, just look up Draymond's numbers the first two years of his career under Mark Jackson. It's like, wow, he's a pretty good player. And then just look, look at the way he blossomed. Um, once Steve Kerr took over. Now, some of that is because, you know, it's two years in the league, he had experience, but it's like a, a different guy. It's incredible the way, and, you know, the first year he played, well, 79 games, 82 games, and then Steve Kerr comes in and whoosh, he just took off. So that's one of the things here. Draymond's skill set is just so uniquely, it just fits so uniquely with uh, and perfectly with the way Steve Kerr wants to run this team at both ends of the floor. And that's to their credit that they saw that, but of course, mostly it's to his credit that he saw that, okay, this is what this team, the way we're doing it, this is what they need from me. And he's done that at such a level that I'm right. You cannot separate Draymond Green from all the championships that the Warriors have won. No, you, you absolutely cannot. 888-957-9570. Let's continue here on the phone lines with Dave in Livermore. Hey, Dave, you're on Warriors this week. What's going on, Dave? Hey, guys. So I, I want to agree with everybody that Draymond is a key player on this team. He's, there's intangibles. We, no, nobody can deny that. But at this point, it's not about that. What it's about is how do you keep him? You have to come up with a solution. We're already in the luxury tax. We're all, the, the, the NFL, or sorry, I almost said NFL. The union is, or, or the, the owners are trying to make it, make it seem like it's already unfair that the Warriors spend so much money, so they're gonna make more luxury tax penalties if we continue to do this. So what are we gonna do? I also don't think he's worth what he's asking for, and where are we going to get that money? Draymond is a big dog. Chihuahuas last 18 years. Big dogs don't last 18 years. So are we going to sign him to a four, a four or five-year contract for $100 million like he wants and then have him die out at the end of it and be stuck? Or do we sign him for a couple of years and get rid of a Wiggins, or do we get rid of a Clay? Because we can't afford it. He's asking for money that the Warriors just 
don't have. It's not available. They have it, but it's not available. If you guys have a solution, I'd love to hear it because I don't think my opinion matters. It's how do we keep him? That's all I got, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Thank Thanks for the call. Really strong call from Dave, and I know somebody in the 415 had presented on the Xfinity Mobile text line a, a similar question, and that is you know, Draymond wanting the max, and even forget about the max. It's just how do you pay him? How do you keep him? I think there has to be a sweet spot, as we talked about a little bit earlier, between the max contract that he can say that he covets and and what he makes now and what makes sense for the future and the potential to to decline so i i think that's really where this thing lies at this point you know does and and then really anything beyond next year and even next year it's going to continue exponentially to hit the warriors as far as the the tax goes whitey but but what i tend to think you sign him and then you try to figure it out but i'm not signing him to 30 35 40 million dollars a year i'm hoping that you can find a scenario where you can keep him around the the 25 25 to 27 million dollars a year that he's making now and try to try to do some kind of framework of you know would he do three and 80 if next year is one of the three if that makes sense do you think that potentially trading wiseman uh that there's yes yeah okay because he's at like 12 now and I mean, if you're looking, how do we free up cash for next year? That's a move you, you trade him for an expiring or something like that. I mean, you could free. I'm just looking at ways to do it to Dave's point. I'm not saying this is what you do. I mean, uh, I don't know that a pool trade is out of the question, but the only way you trade him is if he plays so badly this year that no one would want him. So I don't know about well, that. The, the problem is really with both, but if you're if you're trading Wiseman just to yeah you know, I know. just to, to 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 relieve salary, and I, I get what you're saying, but if you're you know you're and you're not you're not getting a player back at that, like you can't do that, and so that that is why this gets a little bit more tricky. Is yeah, you could trade Wiseman, but you need to trade if you're trading Wiseman, you want to get a player back that mm-hmm. can help you, and the same thing with Pool. If you're trading Pool, you want to get a player back. That, that can help you, or maybe multiple players back. That that's the one scenario where I could see is you trade pool, but you trade pool for for a a, a package of players, and and maybe some of those players are expiring contracts, and so you're you're not taking thirty million. You know, maybe you're taking thirty million dollars back or close to thirty million dollars back, but let's say half of that would would project to go away. Maybe, and then you still get a player that you like that you have on, under contract that, that is making less for the next couple of years. I think that that could be one potential scenario. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it really is tricky uh, to, to move forward and, and say you want to keep Draymond, but, but figure out the math on, on how to do it. That's why I keep saying I, I kind of hope, or I kind of think the Warriors hope that, that he opts in, opts in or yeah. wouldn't be terrified if he did opt in because that just means that no decision has to be made until the summer of 2024, and that's a long ways away. Yeah, it could happen, Dave. It's a great question. There are ways, but I, to me it hinges on whether Draymond, how interested he is. If he's like, yeah, I really want to stay here, I'm sure they can figure something out. There are ways, there are ways that they could do it. It's tricky, but it can be done. 888-957-9570. We'll pause here. We'll come back. Final segment, more phone calls. And uh, Whitey has a, a trade possibility mm. that's been floating around a little bit uh, pertaining to the Warriors. Uh, it's a pretty good name. We'll get to it coming back as well. 95.7 The Game. 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Even Chen's a directing traffic, beautiful pass to pool, reverse layup, one step underneath the goal, flipped it up and in, 35-18 Warriors. Boy. Talk about athleticism to be able to stop yourself on a dime with that momentum and then lay it up softly. Nice job. Now back to Warriors This Week on 95.7 The Game. Final segment flying along here on a Saturday morning and on into the afternoon. John Dickinson, Whitey Gleason. Warriors this week. Warriors at 10 and 10, 7 and 3 in the last 10 after the 3 and 7 start. 1 and 9 on the road. Playing a lot better at home, though. The opposite record of 9 and 1. And uh, the focus of today's show essentially on Draymond Green and his impact on the Warriors turnaround. And what do you do with Draymond Green moving forward as everyone had pretty much thought, well, he's done. (laughs) Not going to be a a member of the Warriors after this year in some form or fashion. Still certainly, Whitey, a possibility. And the Xfinity Mobile text line chiming in Mm. with the fact that uh, it's not so much that Draymond would want 3-80 and but three and 105 or something like that can you can you do that um not without doing some things that i don't want to do that's one thing i think we've known please if if you disagree jd let us know but i think we knew 
going into this season that at some point into this year, the Warriors are going to have to do something they really didn't want to do. And we were assuming that would be Draymond. But even if you decide, all right, we'll work some of Draymond in order to fit him in, you're going to have to do something you really don't want to do because of how punitive the luxury tax is. It's just, um, as we've said here, right now, the way things are going, there's a long way to go. But if Draymond continues to play anything close to the way he's played so far this year and you are a team that's really competitive deep into the postseason, especially if you win a championship, then you really don't have much of a choice but to try to figure out what to do with Draymond because he's almost impossible to replace. Yeah, so the Warriors really, I, I think, up against it, having to try to yeah. to move forward. And, and I think they're comfortable moving forward, knowing that they have him for this year. And, and then it's kind of, we'll see, does he really want to opt out? Would he really go somewhere and, and take less? Would there really be a team that would be willing to, to pay him more? I think the development of the young players is is a huge part of, of that as well, Whitey. And, and right now, the to me, the development of the young players being so far behind I think where the Warriors thought it would be right now that I I think that almost adds to the fact that you need to you need to maybe be more open-minded in trying to look to keep Draymond Green if because part of it is you got to have players that are willing to are able rather to to step in and I think you know some of the Warrior fans thought well Kaminga and or Wiseman by the end of this year they'll be ready well no no they're they're not going to be well don't don't you safely say that no that's really not true don't you think that this is working in, yeah <laughs> this is working in the Warriors' favor too. To this point it can change. But where's he gonna go? We heard, you know, talk oh he's gonna go to Detroit. Well I think they're maybe further along than they or further behind, further off yeah. than they thought they're gonna be. All right, well he's gonna go play with LeBron. Really? Um <laughs> really? I that's not you know really who would be a you know where he would be a good fit, honestly, is Sacramento. Huh. And, and I don't know whether that would even be something that, that would that would you know in, intrigue him, or whether he would want to go play with Mike Brown. I know there it yeah. has been some. I don't. I I just I look at you know their offense is supercharged at this point, and I mean they're I think averaging more points than than any team in the last thirty eight years. Yeah, since the eighty four <laughs> Nuggets or something. Yeah, yeah, something, something ridiculous, and and we'll see if that's sustainable. I mean they they are I think playing a little bit over their head at at ten and eight, but the offense has been incredible. They don't play a lick of defense. Right. I mean we talk talked about Utah, they still don't play a lick of defense. So I think their ceiling is going to be capped this year, probably around 40, because they don't play any defense. So, I mean, they've really moved the ball well. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Again, would, would, would Draymond Green want to go help a young team try and make it to the next level? But here, there, there's being, this too, J.D., excuse me, but I, yeah, if you're talking, if, if Draymond asked me, I'd say, look, Dre, if you're the Warriors, you're a key part of a team that's won championships and you could win more championships. You go somewhere else. You go to Sacramento and as much as they want you. You know what? They're not they're not there yet, Draymond. They may never get there. And then what happens to you? You become a guy that, oh, he's the guy that used to be on the Warriors. Now, maybe everything works out great and you get credit for being the guy that he transformed them. But how likely is that? If you want to stay relevant and you got your podcast, if you're on the Warriors, you're one of the guys on a all-time great team. You go somewhere else and hope you can bring some of that magic there. You might, but if you might not. And if you don't, then what happens to your reputation? No, I, I mean, it's it's all fair, and, and would there be a team that is ready-made to win a championship that could also pay him? I mean, because yeah. I think some of, the, some of this is Draymond 
in, in a way, hey, here is why I am so valuable to you. Don't think that I won't leave, even if maybe it's leaving for less, because the mm-hmm. Warriors in mm-hmm. some ways are the only team that can that can pay. Yeah, that, that can pay him the amount of money. So his best deal is probably to be with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, in a lot of ways, I think that that makes sense. Not only financially, I agree with that. So I think the Warriors, I think there's a really good chance they're going to figure something out. Again, if he wants, if his, if in his mind he's even open to that. Uh, a little bit, I think it's. I think it's going to work out. But you know, it's only. It's not even Christmas yet, so you know, this could all look. Look how differently it looks now compared to what we thought in the summer. So who knows how the way any of this is going to look uh, come you know to Easter? So we'll see. Fingers crossed. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Let's. Uh, you want Mike, Rich, or Ed? Whitey, De- dealer's choice. Can't go wrong, but I think we start with Ed. All right, Ed in San Francisco. This is next year on you, 95.7 The Game. Hey, Ed. How you doing? Really uh, interesting uh, subject, uh, particularly Draymond Green. Uh, like, I wanted to get rid of him last year because he, uh, I can't remember exactly the games, but he lost three games kind of going down the stretch, in at least three, with his temper tantrums of getting thrown out. And then he, uh, <laughs> he was absolutely tremendous in the playoffs. So, I mean, he's definitely a mixed bag. And this year he's actually better as far as, uh, as far as this punching somebody in the face. I'm, I'm, I'm of Irish heritage and I don't know if I ever have had a friend who didn't punch me in the face. So I can't believe that these people are still angry about what? that. Hmm. They don't appear to be. Yeah. And, uh, I, uh, I think those young players, if they want to have a future, if you want to have a future with the Warriors, you gotta, you gotta let those guys grow. And I think Tremont Green was saying the same thing last night. So uh, Green this year has been he's shouting at officials, but he hasn't been going on and on and on and on, which is what gets them thrown out of the game. So I think they have a chance this year, but I think they're going to need Wiseman by the end of the year. So I know that's a, that I, I know I'm probably the only person in the twin in the, in the, in the, in the Twin Cities <laughs> in this thinks that. But uh, uh, they they need a big guy to play against uh, Phoenix and uh, and Boston. So those are my thoughts. All right, Ed. Appreciate the call. I mean, good good phone call. Um, I had to write it down, JD. I wrote it down. Quote: I, I, I know I there don't, were a few uh, things. Go ahead. I don't think I ever had a friend who didn't punch me in the face. It's the first time I've heard that, Ed. Thank you for sharing that. But uh, wow, that's that's a new one to me. I, I don't think the punch is is a thing. I know some people do think it it is, or or maybe still could be. I don't I don't think that's Pool's issue. I think Pool's issue is more. With respect to just playing with the new group and trying to lead that group, and just the fact that he's a better player when he's playing with better players, and and, and if there is an attitude issue, it's maybe maybe he feels that that role is a little beneath him. But how could he not feel that 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 role would have been in play given the fact that that the Warriors, just, in essence, you you just got paid to deal with the fact that it may not totally be the role that you want. So suck it up. Yeah. So so even that, I kind of, I'm a little bit, I, I I don't know that necessarily that's it either. I just think he's trying to get comfortable in playing with these with these new players and 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 groups and how to lead them. And now Draymond being a part of it helps them there. You know, the one thing I did stand out from from Ed's call that, and you mentioned this a little bit earlier, and it it popped into my head when Draymond. Uh, you could hear him yelling at the official uh-huh. on, on 
two different instances. There was a timeout, and Steve Kerr ran down to where Draymond was talking with the official. I think it was Zach Zarba, and and basically got in between the two of them. And it and it wasn't contentious to the point where like they were going nose to nose, like a like an old umpire manager type type situation, but Kerr was just kind of hanging out there to make sure that that it didn't reach a boiling point to where Draymond got kicked out of the game. I can't remember Steve Kerr doing that in in a long like it was like I'm keeping Draymond like things are going better right now. We need this win. I am keeping Draymond in this game. And it wasn't as if he was out of control, but he didn't want it to get to a point where he was out of control. Uh, Appreciate Ed's call and I know we have more calls. When Ed was talking about Draymond costing him games, I think he may have been talking about the year before. And maybe I'm wrong, but remember the yeah. Charlotte game and the end of yeah, 20, yeah, 2020, yeah, 2021. Yeah. So yeah, about a year and a half ago on the gotcha. calendar. Yeah. Thank you, Ed, for the call. Uh, let's go to Mike in Oakland next on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. I just want to compliment you guys on your knowledge. And I also want to compliment the people who are calling in. These last few callers have are right on spot about what's going on here. Um, as, as far as Draymond Green... If you don't keep Draymond Green, and like one of you guys said, and he goes to Sacramento, Sacramento instantly becomes a playoff-bound team. Instantly. Because Draymond brings something that a lot of guys don't bring, which is unselfish ball. Like when Steph Curry and and Klay Thompson, they're as good as they are because of Draymond. If Draymond is not there to to box out and get these guys a screen out, excuse me, get these guys an open shot, flat foot shot, especially Klay, they don't win these championships. If Draymond's not there for defense, they don't win these championships. If Draymond's not there directing and saying, you here, you over here, you over there, they don't win these championships. If you don't pay Draymond, the Warrior dynasty is officially over. And you remember Mike Ignat told you that. Thank you, guys. Love you. Enjoy your day. Thank you, Mike. Mike Mike Ignat. Appreciate him checking in in Oakland here on 95.7 The Game. I think if you, to me, Steph, Clay, Draymond, any one of those three go away, it it's over. Like, you can't call it the same iteration of dynasty or, or whatever. I just think this, and I appreciate Mike's call, and he says some nice things, and thank you very, very much for listening. I, I don't I don't agree though that Draymond could go anywhere and boom that team it works. Take for example Sacramento and understand where you're going, JD, and they're a bad defensive team. They do Sabonis does they're totally different players. Sabonis does some of the things they run the offense through him. So I don't know. And the reason I mention that is not because I want to disagree with Mike, but I think it's an important factor. If I'm Draymond and I'm looking at that, I gotta really consider can I, the things that I do, do they translate? Can I really make that big of a difference with a team that's not that good? Because if, if they, if it doesn't, if the team's just not that good, then all of a sudden I'm, you know, I'm not relevant in terms of how the public sees me anymore. I'm, as I said, I'd be the guy that he used to be on those really good teams. So I understand your point. I don't know though at this point that Draymond's game translates and has the impact on other teams because again, he's just so, um, so well, he's the institutional knowledge he has here. He fits what the words do here so well. Some of that I don't think translates. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Let's go to Rich in Fremont on ninety five seven. The game. Hey, Rich. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking my call. Um, I've been listening to some of the other callers, and they have really good points regarding uh, Draymond and the Warriors right now. You know, what do we know? We know. You know, Draymond's probably one of the more polarizing guys in the NBA. 
you either love them or you hate them. And I will say this much, as much as I did not appreciate the punch, I do understand that in the game of basketball, there's going to be skirmishes because you look at the history of the NBA, there's been skirmishes. There's been skirmishes during live games. I remember when when uh, uh, the uh, Dr. J and and uh, Larry Bird, they got into it. They, they were literally at each other's throats during a game. Hey, Rich. Rich, do you yeah. do you know why they had that fight? It was it was well, I know it started. If I remember, it started at the other end of the floor. If well, I remember, every time Dream, uh, excuse me, Larry Bird's having a huge game, and Doc was towards the end of his career. Every time Larry Bird scored a basket, he'd say, "That's eighteen for me. That's two for you. That's twenty for me. That's three for you." And it, <laughs> Doctor J, just finally went for his throat. That's what it was. Larry Bird was trash talking him to the point that Doctor J said, "Ah!" He tried to strangle him. But anyway, you're right. That did happen. Yeah, and to your point, that's kind of what happened with the punch. It's like Jordan Poole is talking trash, and, you know, you're an old man. I'm about to get paid, that whole thing. Hey, Draymond wasn't going to stand for it. But my point being is this. Draymond is still the fuel for, for, for those championships. He is. No matter how much you want to act like it doesn't exist, it does. I mean, you look at the fact that this year they started off bad or whatever, but now you're starting to see them gel more. Okay, they're starting to play more together. And it's because of Draymond directing things. Okay? He, he adds so much to this team and what it means and what it can do. Now, I understand he probably shouldn't get a max deal. But they're going to have to iron out something because if Draymond goes away, hey, guys, it, it, it's over. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yep, good phone call. Uh, 888-957-9570. I want to sneak in a couple of more here since we are getting close to the end of the afternoon. Uh, let's go to Filmo yeah. Mike. What's going on, Filmo? Mikey! What's up with it, uh, Mike, Kevin, Michael, Tyler, Whitey, Gleason, <laughs> J.D.? Hey, oh, real. J- Dr- <laughs> I forget your name. always oh, big the long way. Draymond the truth, though, bro. Like, He's been playing lights out this year. <clears throat> like, some callers act like he like Earl Boykins. No, he's a real <laughs> integral factor to what the Warriors and what they, you feel me, what, what, they, what they've done and what they're going to do. Also, I want to make one last point. Steph Curry is the greatest three-point shooter we've ever seen. But how many, do you, don't you think that it would have took him a lot longer without Draymond Green being there, making passes, setting screens? He may be just now breaking the record because if Draymond wasn't there, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that he, he had anything to do with the record, but because of Draymond's presence, Steph Curry, I think, got there. He, he fast-tracked that. Yeah. I think it works both that, ways, though. But, yeah, I, I, that's a great point. By the way, last night, well, J.D., I, I noticed at least once, maybe twice, there was one time Steph, they inbounded a Steph at the top of the key, and so Steph Curry has the ball, and Utah did not guard him. I, I'm screaming at the TV. It's Steph Curry. Someone, someone has to defend him. I've never seen that before. It was incredible. No, it, it was. And and look, Steph and and Draymond, they they share a brain. Like yeah. really, like on yeah. the court, they just. I mean, we've we've put it that way in the past. Like they just they share a brain. They, it's like Steiny and Guru, huh? Dre, exactly. Dre knows where he's going to be, and it's it just Steph knows he's going to get him the ball, and and that's it. 
So, I, I mean, it, it really is. They share a brain. And as far as the – I think that is when the Warriors are clicking, to your point about Steph being so open a couple of times, when the Warriors are clicking, they, they just force teams to play at, at a pace and with a focus to where they just do really dumb things. And, and I think that – that's along the lines of, of what happened there. Yeah, and just, I want to make sure I'm cl- as clear in this as I can be. There's no question, the Warriors don't win without Draymond, but some of the things that Draymond does, I don't know that he could do them, you know, on another team where it wasn't Steph Curry. So there, it, it works both ways, and, my, and the only reason I say that is not to in any way denigrate Draymond, it's just to suggest that Draymond wouldn't be the same player on other teams either. They wouldn't be the same without him, but I'm not sure Draymond would be the same on other teams either. No, I, and and that has always been at the crux of of the issue, or at least the question is, you know, we haven't we've speculated on it. Nobody truly knows. Do the Warriors really want to find out? Yeah, I, I think is is the big part of this conversation. Uh, Whitey, I know you had mentioned to me, and and we haven't got to it because the calls really started lighting yeah. up. But uh, there has there was a name that was linked to the Warriors more in just rumor, not not that the Warriors necessarily were interested. I, I think, but but just uh, a player that's available. I'll let you address it, and could the Warriors figure out a way to maybe get this player? Uh, Go ahead and explain. Sure, you bet. Uh, and maybe you've seen this. I know Mark Stein tweeted about this player. We've talked about this player a lot in recent weeks. Uh, Mark, Stwan- Mark Stein on Twitter, pardon me, said there have been some credible rumbles, some credible rumbles this week that the Suns have made progress on finding a trade resolution to the Jay Crowder saga. And Bleach Report says the Warriors are among, quote, several suitors, end quote, mm. for Jay Crowder. Uh, he's been on the trade block since the offseason, hasn't played since the Suns lost game five. Uh, also, the Bucks are interested. The Hawks are interested. Yeah, so the Warriors are being mentioned, not not just like, hey, they'd be a good fit. But according to reports, the Warriors have are a team that's interested uh, in Jay Crowder. I don't, if I'm the Suns, I don't know why in the world I would ever trade Jay yeah. Crowder to the Warriors. But maybe... Maybe if it's you know somehow worth their while, they'll do it. There's also a suggestion from a league executive that an eventual deal for Jay Crowder could include quote three, four, or even five franchises end quote mm. when all is said and done. Now that that is speculation, and we know those trades rarely work out where it's all those teams, but we've got a lot of possibilities here with the Rockets getting involved uh, to get some 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 something of value back, and maybe the Warriors, or maybe the Spurs, so uh, and maybe Pirtles involved, so there's been a lot of talk there, but basically what we think we know from this report is that the Warriors are one of the teams that has expressed interest in Jay Crowder, and there's reason to believe that that Jay Crowder son situation could be resolved uh, fairly soon. Well, if I'm the Warriors, I I mean I would love yeah. to get my hands on Jay Crowder. Yes, I mean, he you know a two way player, wing can guard fours, mm-hmm. tough. I mean, it, yeah, I I mean Jay Crowder would be you know you 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 plug him into let's say the Kaminga rotation spot and you could play him a lot. Yep, like you you could play him twenty. 25 minutes a game. He's somebody if you have an injury that could that could really help you. Good so, shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can make threes. He's a little streaky. You know, he tends to be either one of seven or five for seven right. from three on, mm-hmm. on a night. But uh, I, I think that uh, I, the first thing you said, I think, is the most prevalent. Why in the world would Phoenix want 
him to wind up with the Warriors. Yeah. When you that might be a team that you're trying to beat in a playoff series. I feel like that would come back to haunt almost inevitably, but they're trying to be, I think, concerned about their future and, and finding a situation for him, but also getting a couple of players back that, that they feel, you know, they don't have now at all because they mutually agreed to not have him play while they figured this situation out. Maybe they feel the players they get from some of these other teams, it's a it's a net positive. Yeah, it would have to be. I think you're right. And I love the way you frame it. You know, we all, nobody wants to give up on Kaminga, but you just look at this team right now, this year, if you had, who are we going to play there at the three, and you can play some four, Jonathan Kuminga or Jay Crowder, like right now, this year, just think how much better Jay Crowder in that role makes this team right now. So, and it, yeah. yeah, it just gives, I mean, that's a guy that could play the Otto Porter role. Yeah. You know, at a minimum. And and again, he's also the kind of player to where if Draymond needed to miss a little time or or something happened, you could, you could just plug him in and 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 play a small ball lineup too uh you know you could play him and Dr- you could play him and 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 draymond and wiggins and pool and clay or, or pool and steph or steph and clay. like you it just gives the warriors much more options and flexibility as far as the as far as just different lineups and combinations he's a good fit he's a winning player uh, bounced around a lot i think maybe he ends up wearing out his welcome a little bit or <laughs> yes. wanting a bigger role than so that's interesting too because i think part of why he wanted out of phoenix was it was a starting phoenix, yeah, yeah was not going to give him the role or continue to have him in the role that that they had him in. i think they were going to go with cameron johnson so um you know, would he accept a 20 to 25 minute role on the Warriors, I think, would be a, a part of that equation. Whitey, great stuff. My man, another three hours flying by. We'll, flying we'll by. do it again next week. Thank you. Look forward to it, J.D. All right. For Cam Williams, uh, for Whitey Gleason, I'm John Dickinson. Uh, back tomorrow, Warriors Live, 1130 Dubs and the Timberwolves. And we're back next week at 10 o'clock, 10 to 1 with Warriors this week. We'll talk to you then right here, 95.7 The Game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.